Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat. The truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. A bell pepper is a very mild truth. A poblano is a truth that can irritate others. A jalapeno is spicy. A Thai chili has me judging you very hard. The Reaper is a truth that you should take to your deathbed. Listen, laugh, and learn what happens when the only option you have left is to pick truth. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host. Lamont Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the heat. It's the an on the ones episode. Yay! Insert like shine, like celebration here. Okay, yeah. And so it is an on the ones episode, which means that we have a guest. Lamont, would you like to introduce our guest for this episode? Absolutely. So this guest is pretty special to me. Uh, this lady happens to be someone I've known for the better part of, I'd say, about 12 years now. Um, she just so happens to be my wife as well. Um, Nakia, um, is there anything you want to say about yourself directly? Um, hi, I am Nakia and I am his wife. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> so I've, I kind of wanted her to kind of take a little bit of that, but she, um, she is an integral part of this show. Um, she does help us out with social media. She um, has also done a lot to help um, us just in general, as far as, you know, different ideas with the show. She's actually been here since the incubation period of the show, along with um, the husband of Dr. Vicki Harris, who may be on an episode uh, at another time. Um, but since we have you here, what else would you like to tell, you know, our listeners about yourself? Well, when I am not helping with the podcast, my fun thing I love doing is crafting, designing, and making things pretty. Um, absolutely top favorite thing to do is spend time with my family. Um, of course, my husband and my two little people. I love going up to their school and being part of the school culture and being part of the village. So I am a person who loves being around people and just doing all the extroverted things that I can do. Excellent. Excellent. So I won't describe Nakia. Uh, words cannot tell you how short she is. So uh, <laughs> for the rest of this episode, I'm calling her my sweet little shoddy. Um, <laughs> as my shoddy for the rest of this episode, probably forever, because I ain't got no no sense whatsoever. Um, so I know typically we kind of go about our week and all that good fun stuff, but I have two things. First, I want to give a shout out to Ashley Duckworth. I think that's her Ash Ashley Duckworth. Uh, just wanted to give a shout out to you. You are one of our very few. Uh, first commenters on our YouTube space. And you know what? I just thought it'd be amazing to say hi. I appreciate your feedback and keep listening to the show. So I hope you catch us either on our YouTube show or, or anywhere you find your podcast. So shout out to Angela. 
Oh, excuse me, Ashley Duckworth. Sorry, it, it happens. I'm I'm tired, y'all. I'm tired. Um. Okay. And so another thing. So I I was trolling Reddit, you know, because we get a lot of our stuff from Reddit until you all start to send in some of your anonymous stuff. Uh, so I was trolling Reddit and something caught my mind and I just, I'm going to start it out. So it's, it's, this is not, um, one of our confessions, but I just thought it was interesting. So it's titled, uh, response to my mom's friend who asked for 10% of my income. A few days ago, my mom's friend called me and told me that God asked me to give her 10% of my income. And if I obeyed the Lord, I would, I would be very blessed. So uh, the, the original poster didn't actually answer the phone. They sent it to voicemail and heard it the, first, the, the voicemail afterwards. So uh, to take this all into context, this is a 30-year-old woman. And uh, this is a friend of their mom. And since this person, the original poster or whatever, has been around for um, since seven or eight, they've been around this person, this woman, and she decided that she doesn't work because God told her that she wasn't supposed to work. So she's never had a job. This original poster's mother and grandmother helped her out for years and years and years, giving her thousands of dollars and enabling them and even paying for the tuition of uh this 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 woman of lord of uh, jesus i don't know jesus said lord didn't say jesus so god's hate may handmaiden who's not supposed to work and and you know tells people to give them 10 percent. so anyway i just thought what would you do like if someone came to you in that like you know what god told me run that <laughs> run those coins well, since we have a guest, I will let the guest go first. All right. Well, my first reaction is you're out your effing mind. I um, absolutely do not disagree with tithing to the church. I don't feel like I should have a set amount that I have to tithe. But who are you to tell me I'm supposed to tithe to you? I don't owe you nothing. So no, no, and I might tell you to go f yourself, but you know. Hmm. Hmm. Even though the Lord told him to, to to tell you, the Lord didn't tell you that. Hmm. That was you. Oh. Mm. Oh. Now, what if the Lord told you? What if the Lord said, "I'm gonna need you to bless Vicky with ten percent of your income"? Like, what if the what if God told you that? I'm just I'm just trying to see how much how much you love the Lord. Like <laughs> this is the thing. I don't feel as though that is how the Lord talks to me. Mm. He doesn't tell me to do something like that. It's more of a there's something going on with your friend. Talk to your friend to see what that's because you're not listening. You're not listening <laughs> to the Lord. You're not listening right. Cause he might say, run that, give her 10% of everything. Shoddy, well, you know what? Like I, guess, I guess in then I am disobeying the Lord, and hmm. I hope you don't strike me down for that. But okay. uh, I ain't heard him tell me to give nobody 10%. What about so, except for the church? Because you know, 
that they asked for 10 percent now we can i can give you my unpopular opinion about it all yeah speak to it no i mean okay first of all I'll, i'll just say you what kind of gall must you have to be a friend of my parents and ask me for coins Ask me for and and like the thing was like you didn't just say can I God told you to give me fifteen hundred you wanted ten percent of my income every time I get a dollar you get ten cents like that gall is crazy crazy but then I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say this. How we know God didn't tell her not to work because she been mm. she been surviving, right? She got her kids' stuff paid for. I'm just saying we don't know, but I I, I don't think I would ever have the gall to tell somebody run ten percent of their their income. What do you think, yeah. Lamont? Yeah, no, nah, I'm not gonna lie. You said it was a phone call, right? There was like a voicemail. I just believe it unread. I ain't gonna lie to you. Cause I'm, I'm gonna be good. Like that wasn't the call that Jesus had for me. Like I don't, I don't, I don't believe that was for me. I don't think that was Jesus was not on that main line. That, that was not for me. That's, that's all I'm saying. Um, you know, um, if somebody, if you've if you've been making your way this long and he's seen fit to carry you and cover you because you've been still as he as he wants you to be, then he's gonna see you past this bump in the road. You know, you sent that voicemail, but you sent it to the wrong number. You were one digit off. I understand. Amen. You know, yeah, crazy. I don't know. I just thought that was that was. He didn't speak to me and tell me that. Mm. 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 Well, he spoke to me and told me to go to work tomorrow. Sorry. You should be like, you know what? Once the Lord confirms that ten percent with me, yes, I got you. Like I, I'm yes. gonna need a confirmation in my spirit. Right. Then I got yes. you. But t- t- but I heard nothing yet. <laughs> no. no, and he speaks to me the same way he speaks to you. And he didn't tell me the same thing he told you. I'm sorry. I I I can't go against that. I, I'm sorry. I can't. I just can't. I can't do it. Hey, before we jump on over, have you all seen the HBO? Um, documentary bs high no no go watch it it is insane it is about um uh goodness um i can't even think of the first name beacon sycamore high school in ohio bishop sycamore bishop sycamore high school yo i know i know what the school is yeah i'm aware of yeah Yo, it is the most insane thing. It is about a uh, basically a high school coach that really didn't have a high school, but had like kids and grown men playing high school football against other people across the country. And like it's like the pinnacle of this, like the pinnacle of it is like they literally play one of the best high school um factories and it, we need to get on that but a high school factory for making football img yeah, uh football they're preps yeah they're they are made for it's a cattle ranch 
because you yeah. the players don't make money, but the school just got bought for like one point five billion dollars from a venture capitalist firm. So like it is a it's basically this machine that makes football players. It's in they well we'll talk about that stud farm in a second yeah. but later. But ultimately he his team plays this this school on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And some of these people are like in their 20s, 30s on this this team. Like, you know, they got 17-year-olds all the way up to like 20 something, right? Mm-hmm. The, the IMG demolished them. I mean, it was the kids didn't have the right equipment. They kept sharing helmets. This guy, like, he confesses that, like, in the morning, he would call a, a store and say, I need 25 rotisserie chickens. And then he wouldn't pick them up. But right before the deli closed, he would go when they mark them down to $2 so he could go buy them all to feed the kids. Yo, crazy. Go watch it. If you, listen, let, go watch it. And we can talk about it on our Patreon episode. It It is... It is, it is, I never, he, even watching him, it makes me uncomfortable. Watching him, it's like, if he walked into the room, I would feel uncomfortable. Like, you know how you, some people give you the heebie-jeebies, y'all need to trust that. Yeah, everyone, listen, you hear me, I'm talking to you. Trust that feeling, like when some just, it's a little, mm, you can't explain it. They never really did anything. Like it's just something weird that eh. go ahead and trust that. Go ahead. Cause something's telling you. Sometimes that's right. Sometimes it's like, eh, just stay away. He's one of those things that give off that I d I don't feel safe. I don't, I don't mm. feel safe kind of vibe. That's that's for me. But I I I don't know. Mm. You know, that's go the watch. Lord speaking to you right there, right? Come on. And he ain't asked for 10%. Come on. All right. I can't fool. All right. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and jump into our first, our first confession for this episode. Um, And this one's a little bit weird. And seeing that we have a guest, I think it's pretty appropriate to kind of talk about it. It is titled, am I some kind of sadist? I don't know. Reading about people being hurt gives me a feeling of joy. It's hard to describe, especially fictional characters, because I'm surrounded by many very happy and unproblematic friends in my life. The opportunity is just not given to have, you know, hurt feelings. Now, watching people I actually really like, excuse me, watching people I actually really like cry or have a mental a mental breakdown makes me feel incredibly good the same goes for characters being sad hurt drunk sick depressed on drugs mentally ill on the edge of death suicidal also people hurting themselves that's probably the worst thing that he kind of likes i know it sounds fucked up and it is I wish I didn't feel like this any anymore. I want to clarify that this is not a sexual thing. I'm asexual and find nothing sexually attractive generally. It just gives me a massive boost of enthusiasm. And after reading or watching scenes like this, I feel very, very happy. I recently got into dark fan fiction 
So it's taking characters I like from shows and things and putting them into situations that I've described. But feel so conflict. But I feel so conflicted. Uh, shouldn't the opposite be the case? Yes. Shouldn't I feel incredibly bad? Probably. And I really want to find another way of feeling so good. I don't know if I, I should see a therapist or talk to someone. I can't tell my friends because I don't want them to think I'm a sick psycho. Because I'm not. I feel awful about being this way. Whew. That's a lot. Nikia, we will start off with you. Um, so I need the rating scale again. Um, because for me, yeah, let me let me get that rating scale one time. All right. Um, you have a mild truth, which is a bell pepper, a poblano, which is your truth could irritate others. A jalapeno means you have a spicy truth. We're giving you the side eye. A Thai chili is what the F I am judging you. And then a reaper is you take that truth to your deathbed. So kind of a jalapeno for me. Like, I don't, that one's different. Um, because if I don't think that this is something that is being expressed to the world with this person's name attached like this is a confession that they just are like I just want to get this off my chest because I feel a little different about the fact that I get a joy out of people being um <laughs> sad <laughs> basically um which is it's against the societal norm like you're not supposed to be happy because somebody is sad that's not I mean, unless it's like a game, like I, I'm sad because I lost the game, but I'm happy because I won the game. Okay, that's totally different. But like Becky's aunt died. Oh, that brought me joy. Like those type of things are just kind of like against the norm. So yeah, I, I am going to give you a side eye. Um, I'm not going to judge you because, okay. But yeah, I am going to look at you a little bit differently. Yeah. Okay, Lamont, what do you think? I think I think um, I truly think this person. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Like they said, they are. It's not a sexual reaction. They're not getting any sexual gratification from this, as they say. Um, I, th I think there are people. I think we'd be naive to pretend that there are people who do not take pleasure in seeing other people fail, especially when they feel like they're succeeding. Um, clearly I do believe that there are people like that. Um, some of the things that they find to be so interesting do seem kind of extreme. Um, I, I wonder if they've ever talked to a therapist about this, uh, just trying to work through the, uh, the layers of this or to see if there are layers or if it's just purely surface level and they're just like, Hey, listen you fail, I'm happy. You succeed, I'm not into it. I'm like, you know, just wondering if that's what it is. I'm definitely, um, I'm definitely judging. Uh, well, I guess I'm giving a side eye here. So it's a, it's a spicy jalapeno for me. Um, as long as they're not contributing to someone's 
ill will or issues. I, I think there's a line there. Um, it's still concerning, but as long as you're not actively participating in causing people these type of issues and concerns, um, I think it is something that more is maybe a, um, a therapy type thing rather than anything that is any further at this point. But yeah, I, I think for me, this is a, a spicy, spicy jalapeno. Do you think therapy works? Um, I think it can. Um, I think for, I think there is not a one size fits all. I think for some people, they will go to one therapist, find out it doesn't work and kind of just wash their hands of it. I think there is different levels of therapy um, in in that way. Um, if there is something that they find that's not directly a one-on-one communication, it could be a, com- um, a communal type of therapy session that may work better for them just in a, like an AA meeting type uh, situation that could be beneficial or even just talking it through with a loved one if that's what they need. So I think there's different ways of handling therapeutic needs. Yeah. So I like that Nakia, you stated that the societal norms that we all are kind of, uh, we live towards would make it uh, frowned upon for someone to be like, I'm happy you're miserable. So like, this was a deep one. I think you should do need to talk to someone about it on how to make sure that you do keep it under control, that you don't cause people pain. Cause it doesn't sound like that you were, uh, but to make sure that you kind of keep it in check. It like what I was thinking as I was reading is it feels like somebody's wires were crossed. Like, you know, like, I don't know there are no mistakes, but sometimes things kind of get mixed up. And I wonder if like uh, something should have zigged when it zagged and like I get pleasure instead of sympathy from that space. And it may be something that he cannot change or she cannot change. And so for that, but you add the societal norms onto it. If my friend told me that like, okay, so what a few months ago, what less than six months ago, I lost a job for the first time in my life. And if someone told me, like, and then I was like sad, I was sad, I was crying because I'm a human being. And if someone said to me, man, it felt good to know you were going through that, like that trial, like it's like, yo, I can't be your friend. I can't yeah. talk to you. And 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 may not be your fault. You may have something zig when you zag. You know what I'm saying? But like that was like it was a very very difficult two three weeks for me. Now the whole time was hard, but it was like really sad. Like oh I'm I am crushed. Something happened that I never expected to ever happen to me, and I I didn't want. I, I can't imagine any of the people who who were in my circle that knew that were around me would walk hung up like yes she said it feels good uh so yeah which makes me want to say yo you might need to keep this a reaper you might Mm. need to go talk to a therapist because i don't know how many people if my mom dies and you're over here giddy Mm. and and enthusiastic like and it, it may not be your fault like you tell a therapist see whether there's some other things but from a societal norms perspective you could not hang out with me because my feelings would be hurt 
And you hurt my feelings too many times. I'm now just angry and I don't know how to behave like a normal human being. So I become mm. aggressive and, and, and spiteful. Um, cause like, cause you imagine the worst thing happened to you, your friends giddying it up. Yikes. No. All the stuff that you think about the worst thing you've been through, all the stuff you've experienced, all the times that like either, even if you didn't have someone. So sometimes there've been times in your life where you had people that you can lean on. There've been times where sh- there wasn't, it was just you, the pillow and sweet baby Jesus. So whomever it is that you call on for strength. And so but imagine like you tell somebody and they over there feeling good about that pain. Like right. when you were curled up curled up or you or you try to play basketball all day until your feet hurt so you didn't have to think about it or you you know whatever it is that you did could you imagine somebody's like your friend and they like it oh no probably have to square up i'm not gonna lie like either they'd have to just remove themselves from me or we probably have a like yeah yeah Yeah, it, it it would be one of those things again he may not even be his fault their fault you know Something right. zig when it should have zagged. Yeah, maybe like a chemical mm-hmm. imbalance or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, and it might not even be a, a big chemical imbalance either. It just it's, it's just that little slight, like you said, something zig when it should zagged. Yeah, it just seems maybe they just don't. It's a socially awkward person. That's what it is, and I wonder, like, like you said, it's just they don't understand the societal parts of of life that's that's what it sounds like but they really should not tell anybody this like that definitely needs to be kept to themselves yeah yeah and and i guess i'm not judging you but i would keep it a reaper like yeah yeah you gotta keep it to yourself that's a rough one that's definitely a rough one man i'm over here ugly crying and you over there ugly laughing like you pissing on yourself with laughter like I'm gonna take that personal. It's impossible yeah. not to. Yeah. Like start talking about your mama. Like just she ain't got nothing to do with this, but now I gotta bring her into it. Uh, well, it is time for our next confession, and the kid that is you. Um, are you ready for it? Yeah, I got it right here. All right. Oh no! Well, I, I thought I had it. All right. I had an affair and no regrets. After 20 years of marriage, several years ago, I set my sights on an amazing woman at work. I was married and she was married, but I played the long game because I realized how amazing she is. My wife was a cheater, abusive, and attacked me in ways I didn't even understand until I found out what a healthy relationship even was. I carried out an affair for two years without getting caught. Then we each divorced our partners, and five years later, I am married to the love of my life. Her ex cheated on her as well and abused her and didn't plan on losing her. He leaving his heart out, his heart out in a shithole with the loser of a new wife, and I feel like I won the lottery every fucking day. I presume my ex still spreads, still spreads it out for every guy she meets online. I couldn't care less now. I tried so hard to make it work for 20 years and she couldn't muster up the effort to to either end it honorably or be nice to me for five minutes out of the day. She never suspected and neither did my ex, my wife's ex. 
it all went according to plan and I couldn't be happier about it. Lamont, what are your thoughts? Wow. Um, Wow. wow, No, that's crazy. Um, You know, my my normal stance um, is I don't believe in I don't believe in cheating. I believe if that's what you feel like you need to do, you should leave. Um, So this was kind of interesting because technically he was still married and started. He did say he played the long game with with the now wife while he was with his ex-wife. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm, I may have missed it, but there was direct relationship type interaction while still married to the initial yes. wife. Correct. Okay. Making mm-hmm. sure I have that understood. Um, with that part of it, um, that is kind of spicy to me. Um, I'm not going to say, oh man, I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out how to, how to word this right. Uh, Cause it's so many layers to it. It's like, Clearly, this was a relationship that no longer was working uh, for for this man. His wife was already having her, well, his ex-wife, I'll say, so everyone understands which wife I'm talking about, uh, was, as he put it, spreading it for anyone, um, as he chose to put it. And so it was already a messy situation. Um, I'm going to say, for me, it's still a plebano. Um, it's it could because it definitely could irritate others because some people will definitely say two wrongs don't make a right. I stand on that as well. I don't believe that you should necessarily react with doing the same thing. Um, it's a spicier poblano for me though. Um, I would definitely say I can't that. believe you. I, I can't believe you're rating it at that low. I would imagine you going higher. No, to I be know. honest, that's the hard part I'm having here is because I'm kind of. Like I said, it's it's weird. I'm feeling really torn here because my my direct statement is I don't like cheating. It's wrong, period. Don't do it. Not my thing. But we've we've talked about a lot of different relationship things on this show. We've talked about um couples where one person's in another couple where they found out their friend was cheating and they were told not to tell anyone. We've had different conversations about things. I'm trying to understand that there is gray area. Mm. Everything's not black and white. So I'm trying mm. to come to the understanding that there is gray area in, in all communications um, and just things like this. So I'm I'm trying to be a little more in Grow. You're growing. Yeah. I yeah. see you. you I, I mean? See? Look see? Look at, look at that. You, I expected something different. Look at that growth. Look at that. Okay. So here, see, I, I would put this as, as a poblano as well, mm. that your truth can irritate others. And here's the thing. There are some people that you cheat. You're the worst person in the world. You're you're not worth anything. You're, you're, all your value is now gone because they put all the value of one person in action. And like the moment you do that, you your whole life is worth one action. The one time you do something that's inappropriate or messed up, then you're now, you have no value. So like, I can't do that to other people because I don't want it done to me. So like, you know, Everyone has different experiences and, and, and it can hurt somebody's feelings. Somebody can be like, you're a cheater. I'll never agree with you. If you'll cheat on your spouse, you'll cheat on me, which is really weird when you know people. It's really funny that if someone is comfortable enough to share with you that they are 
cheating on their significant other with you, they trust you more than their spouse. Because you couldn't mm. tell your spouse that. I'm just telling you, you couldn't tell your yeah. spouse that. So, like, deep. even though, like, oh, well, I could never trust you. Well, you might be able to trust them better than the spouse could. Because you, do, you don't have the same relationship. You don't have the same thing going on. So, like, I, people could be upset by it. Like, I wouldn't bring it up. Like, everybody can just keep it moving. And no one really has to know. And y'all are good. Um but I'm always, you know, kind of hesitant to think everyone's a cheater. Like, was that your justification? Like, you, you got to take both sides of the coin and listen right. to the, you know, the of course the original poster is going to have to make it sound like she was a bad person yeah. and all the other things. So, you know, if she was indeed cheating, it was your opportunity to leave if that wasn't going to work for you. But like, I'm going to be honest, some of y'all listening right now. People have stayed with people for the dumbest reasons. The dumbest reasons. Like, you know, it's complicated. I don't have to find, I can't find another place to move. I ain't got a car yet. I'd be off the bus line. Like, there are the dumbest reasons people stay in relationship. Oh, y'all, okay. Somebody was like, listen, the fact Yeah, you get off that bus line. I understand. Listen, hey, I was on the I was on the fourth street to get me to the twenty one, the twenty eight. I understand. Sorry, I'm speaking on local city buses. Those who live here, since we've kind of mentioned where we at, you know those bus lines. They've changed since. But I it, around, the inner city, because once you start getting out here in the in the suburbs. Yeah. Buses are far in between, and when you see them, you mad. Like, God, why are you? Why are you even out here? How did I even catch see a bus? Why are you driving in front of me? Right, like I, I swear, since we moved out here, I swear I don't see buses. No, you don't. It's no, man. no. So I'm with you. No, it, yes, the inner city. Sorry, y'all. So that tells you something else. Like you know, we I I rode the bus every day to school from sixth grade to to uh till I graduated, and then afterwards when I needed to get to work because I didn't have a car. So yeah, I I rode the bus today. I, I don't know where a bus stop is out here by us. That's um, that's terrible. That's that's not good. That's not good transportation, but. Nikia, you read it. What are your thoughts about this? Uh... So, um, looking back at the scale, sorry. Um, for me, it is, I'm not judging you because I, I don't, I just don't judge people. But I am looking at it like, what the fuck? Like, y'all, y'all did that for, you played the long game intentionally but you both were doing it. And then, I mean, and and that's the whole thing. This is all coming from the perspective of that person. We don't know what really was truly happening with that wife and what that other person was really truly doing to that wife. So this is all that spouse's perspective. So it's really hard to make that decision of what were, what, what, what the hell just really happened here? So for me, it's, it's a, a what the fuck, like, Y'all know y'all dead ass wrong for doing this long game. Like, you know you're wrong. But I also have that mentality of you found the person who you was probably meant to be with. 
but you screwed up by not you you drug the uh, your the, the ex-wife this person drugged the ex-wife on during that whole time instead of just being honest and saying i don't think that me and you are meant to be and ending it and going to be with the person who they obviously feel like they were meant to be with and i'd love to see if the grass really was greener on the other side like mm. i'd love an update like mm, are y'all still together how many times you done cheated on this one how many times are, yeah did you find a new person that you're in a relationship with now I don't know though. So, it said they were together for twenty years. Twenty years is a long time. Very long time. Twenty years is a long time. So like I'm sure that there was things on both sides. But but something you said that I disagree with. I I think that we as human beings have, especially in the United States, have been taught to think that everything starts it's supposed to start a, a certain way. But like sometimes things start messy. So I think I said this last episode, or we listen. Y'all might hear this again. So sorry if it's repeated. But I, I repeated it. Everything we always assume things are always supposed to start off beautiful. They're supposed to start off in this perfect way, and they don't. Typically, they don't. A lot of times, things come out of mess that kind of force us to be better than what we were. Or, you know, our experiences that are not necessarily have the positive spin that we want them to. So life is short. You've been married for 20 years. Assuming you got married at 20, you know, you still got half a life. You got a ha- and I mean, that's a that's early. You got half a life to go. You should be in, in a space where you are happy and you're with someone that cares about you. But sometimes just because it starts ugly doesn't mean that it can't end beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um and and then the other piece of that is like we are all making this up as we go along. None of us know the rules. We all just feel like this is the right thing because this is what I think is the right thing. And he could have been caught up in a relationship. He could have got somebody pregnant, and then like there there's the requirement that you get married in in that mm-hmm. space or context for them. Like you know, sometimes you get put with people, and it, it's we're in, it's if we hear this now. We, I ain't going nowhere now. We in, or if you have kids, like, listen, if I wanted to leave my husband, I wouldn't. Just because I can't leave nobody with these kids by himself. Like, no. I'm not going to do that to him or myself. Because, you know, I let him have full custody. Like, we not, we not, I'm not. The boys need their dad. They need their they daddy. <laughs> I mean, we ain't fighting for custody. That's you. They need their daddy. They grow. I can't raise a man. Shit, I, well, don't let me pull out boyhood. I can't raise a man. You need your daddy for that. Like, oh yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, I, I ain't thought this through, but I'm just thinking. All right, Lamont. Yeah, what uh, confession? Doing. Yeah. What confession do you have for this week? Us this week. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to need a time timestamp at 3910, just so I can say this. I don't have anything in mind for 61. I do have a confession I found already, but I was just making sure. There's three in there. Did you go to the On The Ones episode? There's a a On The Ones folder. Under the Pick Truth one? Uh Uh-huh. Let me not lie then. (laughs) Oops. So again, 3910 to 39. Yeah, yeah. 50. There we go. 
My confession for this week is titled I Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Lamont. Hold on, hold on. Let me get you back in. Um Go. Go. My confession for this week is I used imaginary snot to psychologically <clears throat> excuse me. I used imaginary snot to psychologically destroy my opponent in a road rage incident. No regrets. I was merging onto a highway, peak hour traffic at a crawl, barely moving above walking pace. There was a gap large enough for a truck to slide into. As I start merging, BB, also known as Business Bitch, in her fancy polished luxury car floors it, cutting, cutting my merge off and getting one car ahead of me, clearly pleased with herself. BB then moved over to the faster lane, which was at a fast walk instead of a walk speed. But the gods of traffic were smiling down on me because that lane came to a complete stop. As I moved beside her car, BB looked directly at me with a smug, fuck you peasant look. Not wanting to give her any satisfaction with any kind of reaction, I returned a blank, emotionless stare and inserted my finger into my nose up to the first knuckle. She looked at me with absolute disgust. But like looking at anything disgusting, you have to go back for another look. Well, I had her now. In walking pace traffic, she couldn't get away from my horror show as I was digging for nuggets like it was a gold rush of the 1800s all over again. The entire time, I'm maintaining solid, unwavering eye contact with BB, who is getting visibly upset at my disregard for her business suit and sex in the city aura. Unfortunately, for my probing finger, there was nothing up there but memories of snot's past but I wasn't going to let her know that my well had run dry. I rolled my window down, let my car drift gently onto the edge of her lane and started to flick my imaginary payload right at her car. The old sticky flick where I had to flick it five to six times because it had developed separation anxiety with my finger. The expression of sheer horror like this can't be happening as BB is trapped in stop-start traffic getting very sticky snot flicked on her car was priceless. I drifted over a few times, repeating the whole procedure. Finger up nose, psycho blank stare, flick of the snot, and then laughing at her reaction as she literally screamed in horror and disbelief. At one stage, she actually drove with two wheels off the road trying to avoid my imaginary snot. The traffic picked up and we parted ways, but I like to think I taught her a small lesson in road manners. We shared a special moment and I entertained myself on the driveway. <clears throat> Sorry. The traffic picked up and we parted ways, but I like to think I taught her a small lesson in road manners. We shared a special moment and I entertained myself on the drive home at the same time. That is absolutely disgusting. I, um, I, I don't know. I don't know to if I should be in awe of the petty that I mean, how petty do you have to do to be like, you know what? I'm going to actually dig in my nose and just gross this woman out. But I need you to be this woman, okay? I need you to be in the car and somebody straight eyeballs you, pick it in their nose. Like they haven't even thrown or flung snot your way. Straight eyeballs you, dig it in their nose. Like, I need you to understand the fear some of us would have. Like, because I would be afraid. Because if I'm driving and stop and go traffic down the busy street that's our, that connects our, our road, and somebody's staring me straight in the eye, digging in their nose, fear. 
fear. I would be afraid. And then this rolls the window down. It starts flicking it. And, you know, as far as I know, you flicking, you flicking, you, you flicking your snot. You're flicking snot. You're Spider-Man in your snot at my car. I would have been heated and disgusted. And I would have let that mug get way in front of me. Like, I listen, everything I could have done does not separate. Like, I don't do, I don't want to die because of road rage. Like, if I'm going to die, let it be something like, you know, because I ate too much. But not because somebody's yelling at me in the car. Like, because I... I'm go- I just want to get home or get to my destination, but c- I can't even imagine. Okay, so what would I rate this? Yo, yo, <sighs> it's a jalapeno. I'm giving him the side eye because I, what kind of, what kind of, I'm trying to figure out what kind of like gumption I would need to be that bold. Like to, I can't. I'm looking at y'all on camera, and I can't put my finger in my nose and pretend like I'm and and be up in there and flick something like to be funny. Like I can't do that. I can't. Like, like you know, yeah. That's it. Was that's foul? It's disgusting. It is. It is a for me. It is a jalapeno. I am absolutely. I am absolutely giving you the side eye because that is unacceptable. That absolutely unacceptable. What do you think, Nikia? So definitely, definitely side-eyeing you. Um, I know I am a road rager. I can't even lie. Um, But I have never thought to pick my nose (laughs) and flick it at somebody's car. Like, I am definitely the... I'm going to ride next to you and I'm going to stare at you because I need to see what type of ignorant I was just dealing with. But I have never thought to do something like that. That took a, that took a whole nother section of their, that like I, my brain doesn't work that way. Um, That petty, I, I don't have it. I, and if I was the, the woman in the other car, like, I think I would have just, pulled over like because I'm going to think that you have a mental illness like I really truly am going to think that you have a mental illness and now I am terrified to be near you and if we're at a cross pace and you can actually stop your car and potentially get out of your car and walk over to mine and I have no escape path yeah I'm I'm, I'm a little scared now so yeah now I am side-eyeing you I'm side-eyeing you and I think that you just made this woman think that you were certifiable. I agree with you, Nakia. I would have let the I would have parked up on the side and let him get past far past me. <clears throat> I would have put my blinkers on and just let the, uh, y'all just go in front of me because not today, not to not today, because not today. You got what you wanted. I'm ignoring you. What are your thoughts, Lamont? Okay, so first I have to give credit to the elocution. The writing of that confession was superb. Like, you got to understand, like, at first when they mentioned they went up to the knuckle, I said, okay, cool. we've We've had some interesting stories, but just to hear this person speak of their well had run dry, 
um, but the gods of traffic were smiling down. Like all these, like the elocution and the petty together was just, it was, it mixed so well. You know, it reminds me of the trip we went to when we were at Mr. Ed's in New Orleans and it was good times with the waitress and the food and the people. It was, you know, it just all came together. Sorry, it gave me a flashback. But back to the nastiness of the fact that this person was flicking imaginary snot boogers. I applaud it. Um, I don't want it to happen to me. Um, I think that's a different level of insanity. Um, it's one thing. If someone was willing to get out of their car, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not as pressed about that. But for you to go to the level of going, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to flick bodily fluid and bodily nuggets out of my, from my body, from my orifices onto your car. And I'm going to continue to stare at you emotionless. I've, I don't know where you're going to reach into next. So I, 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 like you said, I'm pulling over because you started with your nose. If I don't give you the reaction you want, you may go reaching for other areas. And I don't want that kind of smoke. I'm cool because you ain't even trying to fight at that point. You want to see how sick you can get. And I don't want it. I'm not even that person. Not, not today, not tomorrow, not ever. I'm good. You, you know what? Go forth and be with God. I'm cool. I don't want it. I don't want it. I'm <laughs> going to have to agree that I, I don't even know how I, I would actually handle that. To be honest, I would be so weirded out. It, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know what pepper that is. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm reading through our list and, and I, I, I can't, I don't want to judge you because I don't want you flicking them at me. I don't want to give you a side because I don't want to see you doing it. Um, it, it, it could irritate others, but I'm the one irritated because it could be me. And I don't want to tell you it's Mal because I don't want you to be upset that I didn't give you a spicy enough pepper. So what I'm going to say is I'm going to give you a, 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 a plot of land and you, you grow whatever pepper you need to just snot over there. Fair. 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 That one was... That was a that was not what I was expecting. Not in traffic, and I don't know how I would handle it at all. Well, y yeah, because yeah, I'm gonna have to pull over. You gonna have yeah, to I'm go in front I'm of me. Pull over, then I'm going to the car wash. Yeah, I'm yep. instantly going to the park yep. car wash. Yep. And I, I and would I have the, felt I need the full service. I need the full, not the minimum, not the middle. I need that. Get get it all. Get it. I need the detailing. Mm -hmm. You go ahead, sir. See, but he know who he he chose the right one. Yeah, because. He could have chose somebody that would have pulled that car over and lost their ever loving mind. Yeah. Like he the thing is, y'all don't know what people are on the edge of or what they're doing. So he's he's pretty lucky because I'm thinking of people who I could physically know. Like, like imagine that was my brother. Like he pulled up on the side of my brother and he did that, looked him dead in the eye, knuckle deep. And then act like he puts it on his car. And I'm not going to say my brother's car is like the best thing ever. It's not. Like we got duct tape. Like there was a time where he had to unplug the battery after you sat it down so that it wouldn't, you know, decharge. Like it was just, it was a whole lot. But I imagine my brother would have got charges. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've met your charges. brother a couple times. Just, just a few times. And yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. He would have. He probably. Yeah, bro. There have been charges. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
and so I imagine there are people out there that would have taken his life or just, you know, you, I, yeah, so you're lucky. You, you, you knew the right one. You knew who yeah. you could do it to because, mm-hmm. yeah, me and the kid pulling over. But you, you get other people, they pulling out. They they right. jump and it's a, a squirrel's place, man. They pulling out a crowbar and damaging right. your stuff. Mm. Mm. Like okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, just because you on that level of crazy don't mean the next person ain't crazier. Right. Like you might yeah, be tame compared to what they about. Right. I see your nose picking and raise you a bat, mm. like. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. Mm. Mm. and you can't get away either because it's this this traffic like do you but it, it part of it I, i'm imagining he fed off her reaction yeah yeah you know what i'm saying he fed off her reaction so if she just would have been like looking at him and and kept it moving like even when he was started flicking, but that's hard not to have a reaction though. I'm I'm I ain't gonna front like I. That's a hard thing. Somebody come up to your car and just pretend like you believe they're flicking snot on your car. Yeah, it's hard not to have a reaction to that. So, brr, brr. All right. Well, I think that does it for this episode. First, Nikia, thank you for being here today on our On the Ones episode. Hey, and if you're interested, absolutely. If you're interested in in reading a confession on our show, uh, let us know. Uh, Send us an email at picktruthmail at post.com. And, you know, let us know your confession. Let us know if you want to be on the show and we provide a confession for you. Um, But... If you like today's show, help us out. Subscribe and send the show to two of your friends. Two of them. Like, check this out. Check this link. It. You can send in a text message. It's just not that hard. Uh, if you're not done so already, join our Facebook group, Pick Truth, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We do also now. <clears throat> Sorry. Shoot, I messed up. I ended up choking my bad. We are um, very active on those social medias. We do try to interact with you all as well. Just so you know, the entire Pick Truth group, um, everyone in production, we all are there. So we are going to see your messages. We'll definitely try to follow up. Uh, but you can find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. Any words, last words from you, Nikia? Make sure you subscribe and make sure you comment on the post. I love seeing all the comments. Right. All right. Thanks, everyone. Catch you next time. Later.